0: Welcome everybody back to Health Talk Radio, episode number 17. And today, we are going to do something a little bit different. The first guest ever, Mr. Boomer Anderson, a keynote speaker, an entrepreneur, a health and lifestyle specialist, who's dedicated his life to human uh, human optimization, but in a way that is different and we're going to talk about nootropics, brain, all kinds of things. And of course, I can't forget about Mr. Paul Burgess over there. I love you, brother. Thanks for bringing Boomer on the show. How are you guys doing today?
1: I'm um, wonderful. Wow. Um, Paul, thank you for bringing me here. Mike, thank you for having me. I, I'm looking forward to this conversation and um, it's going to be a lot of fun.
2: Yeah, so very yeah. quickly, I'm just going to stick my 10 pence in now and then, and then get out of the way. I've I've, I've known Boomer a while. He's been twice on my show. Been very, very uh, kind to come on and talk lots of different things. Um, Got a great company that supplies a very good product, um, which is pretty unique uh, within the industry. And that's hard to find. Most things are copied or there's several of them and so on. And and we've always had very good conversations, especially around nootropics. For me, nootropics are uh, interesting because not only is brain function quite important and we want to optimise it. Um, But as we get older, it definitely declines and we want to try and, you know, upregulate it again. Um, For me personally, with a a predisposition to Alzheimer's, I want to, obviously, that's a big thing. I want to really make sure my brain health is as good as possible and the functioning of it. So um, it's always good to chat to him because he's got a lot of good info about it. So I will let you two, crack on and talk and do your thing and and i might put my hand up at times and and, you got to you got to
0: you're an people love you you're an important part of the show uh, i will say this when you sent me boomers bio and you sent me uh his the information on his company i just i'm going down rabbit holes already i know the audience (laughs) love this because look i mean alpha brain is out there they claim to be and here's the other thing too that i want to shed some light on in this podcast is like i think that nootropic is is misused Mm -hmm. and misrepresented in a lot of companies i mean this term is thrown out but are these companies really legit nootropics and i really want to get into that um so i think the the best way to to jump into this really quickly is for the people that are listening boomer what is a nootropic like what's the, the the definition of it that would be a great place to start
1: Yeah. So let's kind of do a little bit of a history lesson here, because um, the first time that the term nootropic was used, was actually by it's either a Romanian or Lithuanian scientist. Um, I believe his surname is Georgiao, but it was in the 1970s and he just synthesized what was then pure racetam. And he classified a nootropic as anything that kind of upgrades your brain without the downside. Now a lot has happened since the 70s, right? Like Studio 54 shuts down. The world has changed. You know, Paul and I have been able to interact. Most of us were probably just born. But uh, the way we now use the term nootropic is essentially uh, the definition for smart drug, which is anything that upregulates the brain, uh, no matter what the cost. And I think that's very problematic. And Not only is it against what Cornelia Georgiou said in the 70s, in the sense that we've now lumped in all of these substances, which may or may not be good for the long-term use of the brain. Uh, and also, it's allowing people to use the term nootropic in ways that it probably shouldn't. Meaning you see these companies mentioning like, hey, I have this great nootropic for Fill in the blank, sleep, stress, whatever, right? And to a certain extent, those can be nootropics, but they use it just more as a buzzword rather than what it should actually be used for. So, what we did at Transcriptions is we actually revisited this and redefined it because it helps to always start. And I love this, your question, Mike, because it allows us to kind of operate from first principles. So, what is a nootropic? So, a nootropic, in the way I look at it, is any agent, so substance, influence, and that could be activity or lifestyle, that helps to increase the health or the performance of the brain. And so we then have subclassifications of nootropics, and that's how we can get into how things like you mentioned alpha brain or blue cannitine fit into this. And so we have subclassifications of nootropics, which are health optimization nootropics. So that influences the health of the brain. And that in particular uh, looks at also long-term health of the brain. Uh, those include things like amino acids, like L-tyrosine. Um, then we also get into performance optimization, nootropics, which is how people now currently use that term smart drugs, which is increases the performance of the brain. Uh, a common one that people think of as modafinil. And then we added this third one just because the exemplary compound in that class is methylene blue and that's bluetropics. And that's really the combination of both uh, health optimization nootropics and performance optimization nootropics. But before I go down any wormholes, I'll pause there.
0: Yeah. So the way that I understood it before you just shared that was that there, in order to be a nootropic, the pill potion or lotion had to be of a certain chemical compound? Is there a certain makeup within the the drug or supplement that needs to be there in order for you to call it a nootropic? Or is it literally just you, as long as it is going to stimulate your brain, improve your brain, improve brain function, smart cognitive function, you can use that term.
1: Yeah. So if we take our definition of it, you can actually use that term. And we actually expanded a little bit further. So, if you think about now nootropics as anything that enhances either performance or health of the brain, essentially, uh, it just simplified our own definition. Um, and we say anything, well, then sleep is a nootropic because Paul knows this better than anybody, right? If you don't sleep, well, your freaking brain's gonna go to crap, right? Like, your lymphatic mm-hmm. system's not gonna be activated. And all of a sudden, for somebody who has a predisposition to Alzheimer's, like, <laughs> you're really gonna, um, you're really going to increase that probability, right? So uh, yes, there is a subset of people that say it has to be a specific chemical composition, but that's just simply not true. If we want people to use the term, we should make it simple to use the term. And it's just increasing the health or performance of the brain.
0: So question would be, I have a pill and I think a lot of people understand or have heard of ginkgo. That's Mm -hmm. just one of those common substances that you take to whatever it's memory, memory retention. So if I had a pill that just was ginkgo, I could essentially call that a nootropic.
1: You could. And again, there's, I also think you have to be careful with who's using that, right? So when somebody calls something a nootropic, they need to be able to explain why it's a nootropic. Like, for instance, L tyrosine, which is something that I mentioned earlier, um, is an amino acid. It goes into uh, production of dopamine and other neurotransmitters. And so, therefore, it has an impact, a net impact on your brain. Uh, one of the first things, and I do a lot of. Um, information sharing around how to uh, n- notice red flags when it comes to supplement companies, because candidly, a lot of the stuff out there is just junk. Uh, when a company uses a buzzword like nootropic, but is unable to explain to you with scientific literature as to why it is a nootropic, that's where I start to raise concerns. Okay. Yeah, I
2: mean, a lot, of, so- a, lot of companies, sorry, Mark, a lot of companies will jump on this bandwagon of that's the latest buzzword we're going to call it this because effectively it's got some things in it that could be related to better brain health so we're going to lump it into this category Mm -hmm. my personal opinion on this whole thing is whatever you call the product it can be if it's used properly a very beneficial part of an overall health regime and it's something that people are not aware of at the moment so Again, if I'm treating a patient, we want to start from the ground up, clear out all this toxicity, the mold, the heavy metals, the viruses, bacteria, all that kind of stuff, and that's great. Make sure their bloods are on point. But when we're going past that and we want to really upregulate everything and make them, you know, firing off as, as well as possible, then using nootropics that work can be a part of that. But here's the other thing. You don't need to do them that often. Because if you're really improving your overall health, which in turn is going to improve your brain health, it's yeah. just then an, an adjunct, if you like. It's something you can add to really upregulate. So for example, I took one before this started, one of Boomer's lovely little uh I noticed
1: your tongue collar, my friend. Yeah, there you go,
2: right? Yeah, your tongue, your tongue, your
0: tongue is all blue, right? It, well, half of it is. I see it. And, yeah. and because
2: and explain to you why that is in a minute. But
0: you're a, lot smarter on, you're a lot smarter on this show. I don't, a, I don't know. I, must say, I, I knew you did something. <laughs> right. smarter on
2: this show. Right? <laughs> but, but the point of the matter is that we've done lots of these shows. I've never used them before for this. But in tribute to Boomer and all the rest of it, I thought it would be silly not to. But you can use them at specific times to really get tasks done well mm-hmm. and not rely on them to be the answer to your health problem. Mm-hmm. And that's the only thing that mm-hmm. I would say.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I've go ahead. Sorry.
1: And, uh, my- I think I just want to add something to what Paul beautifully said. And if, if I may just kind of explain a little bit about transcriptions and that process, because Definitely. we have what's called a reciprocity model in that um, transcriptions is our for-profit company. And then we have a nonprofit called health optimization, medicine and practice and the nonprofit, what we, and the nonprofit came first really in the sense that we developed a framework by which doctors and practitioners can optimize for health Health rather than treat disease. I'm going to someday recruit Paul to be a practitioner as well, but it, it, we teach these practitioners because believe it or not, like a medical doctor, when they go to, um, this type of, uh, you know, when they go to med school, they don't learn a lot about sleep and nutrition. And Paul probably knows the statistics better than I do. And so when you come to uh, home hope, we give you a framework and it includes uh, analyzing what Paul said, the gut immune system, looking at epigenetics, exposomics, metabolomics, bioenergetics, or your mitochondrial health, evolutionary medicine. Uh, we even have advanced modules in cannabis and peptides, right? And so we have this framework to build that solid foundation because if you're not sleeping well, none of these substances that we're talking today are really going to work in that um their maximum capacity, right? Like a nootropic is only going to take your brain to its maximum capacity at that point. Um, And if your brain is operating at 60% capacity, well, that's not a great thing. And so the the sister nonprofit, if you will, created this framework to build that solid foundation. And so that involves a, a rigorous amount of testing, some nutrient and hormone balancing. And then once you're sort of at that optimal level, or even if you're kind of looking to get a performance cheat, if you will, then we can put these nootropics on there. But they work best when you have those solid foundations. And so that framework um, for that nonprofit is really how we make sure people have those foundations.
0: So Boomer, what was it in your lifetime that happened that almost, you know, lit this spark? and allowed you to dedicate your life to human optimization and all the things that you just shared?
1: God, Um, this could take the whole rest of the show, right? Uh, (laughs) But so look, I was, when I was younger, I had this interesting uh, upbringing in the sense that my dad was, um, an operations person at a mutual fund. So finance guy, and my mom was a yoga teacher. And so at mm, a very young interesting age, balance. yeah, I know, right. It's uh, it's, it's actually yin and yang uh, by definition. And so I would go home and see my dad watching CNBC and all of these sort of uh, stock prices. And I had an acute interest in that. And then I would walk upstairs and my mom would be staring at the wall with her eyes closed. And I'd be like, what the hell is this? And she was meditating before meditating was cool. And, you know, I started to learn the power of breath work, yoga, et cetera. Uh, fast forward. I actually took my dad's side of the equation, went, worked on wall street investment banking for about a decade, both in New York and Singapore. Uh, after about a decade, I had done everything that I wanted to in that space. A lot of that I can attribute to health because I was always investing in what I thought was health at that time. So uh, fitness, nutrition, I was following every fad diet there was. And, you know, for me, all of that, that health investment, I could calculate in terms of my return on my bonus. And so I would actually have a return on health investment every year. Um, I love that. And the, the thing was, is I, I didn't really, know what health was. I was relying on areas like men's health or all of these magazines to tell me what health was, which is simply at that point, it was, could I do whatever CrossFit workout? Could I, um, you know, basically, could I eat well? Could I sleep okay. And could I look good naked? Or, you know, in my case, it wasn't really a sleep function. I just wanted to work more. That's also Mm -hmm. where I first got introduced to nootropics. So you mentioned alpha brain. It was one of the first nootropics that I took along with Dave Asprey's Bulletproof Coffee back when Dave Asprey first appeared on the Joe Rogan show. And this was like many, many moons ago. Right. Uh, But on the way out, I finally found somebody like Paul. So I was in Singapore and I was going to these doctors and, you know, every year I would get an annual physical and they would be like, well, your LDL is okay. You drink a little much boomer, um, but everything's good. So just come back next year. I'm sure you're fine. But I finally found one doctor and his name, Stephen Tucker. And this guy kind of opened up my eyes to a lot of different things. And he was one of these guys who would green light any test that I wanted to. One of which was a uh, coronary artery for calcium uh, test, which is essentially a scan of your heart. And at the age of 30, I had just resigned from my job and I was going to launch uh, essentially a fitness app after leaving my job and move to Amsterdam at the same time, which by the way, uh, leaving jobs and leaving geographies at the same time and moving in with my now wife uh, is like three checks of a box in terms of how to maximize the stress in your life. (laughs) Uh, But uh, on the way out, I found out that I had... um, I had some calcium in my heart. So I was diagnosed with atherosclerosis at the age of 30. And I was like, okay, what the hell do I do now? Um, because all of these doctors were telling me, you need to be on a statin. You're just going to do cardiovascular exercise the rest of your life. And you know, you'll know you probably have a heart attack by the time you're 40. That didn't really sit well with me, and Paul knows me well enough, and Mike, I know we just met, but I, generally speaking, if I get thrown a problem, I'm going to dissect the shit out of it and figure it out. And so for mm-hmm. me, the the first way I went down that route was data, um, you know, rigorous amounts of labs, looking at genetics, et cetera, um, but that eventually evolved into metabolomics and these other types of sciences that I mentioned earlier, and you know, in that process, uh, I really never intended to be like more involved in the health space other than this kind of entrepreneurial type person. But uh, in that process, I had other friends who reached out to me and said, Hey, can you help me figure this out as well? Uh, So that kind of allowed me to go and explore the world of health consulting for a little while. Uh, but then I've met a few friends, one of which was Dr. Ted Ococoso and we got along uh, so well. Uh, I interviewed him on my podcast and then, uh, you know, he brought me into the Philippines. We sat down, talked a little bit about his nonprofit. He brought me into the nonprofit, then brought me into transcriptions. And since then it's been really like this great pleasure for me because I now straddle this the two worlds that I um, am interested in most, which actually goes back to my mother and my father, right? So mother and father, finance guy, yoga teacher. Mm -hmm. Now I'm basically straddling the world of finance and uh, health. And I get the pleasure of building businesses in the health space. And really the way we look at business um, from a the parent company prescriptions perspective is, okay, we want to do something that's new and that has potential to move the needle in health. Um, that's why we also use a novel delivery mechanism for transcriptions called the buccal Um, but we also have novel formulations. We'll never have a B12 formulation, for instance. And we also will look at other projects that can really move the needle on health, whether it be one of the trending topics out there, psychedelics, but, um, you know, in certain other spaces. So, you know, I've had the pleasure of having that intersection kind of come full circle um, Mm -hmm. and really, really enjoy sitting on that edge of finance and health, so to speak.
0: I love it. So you mentioned earlier, you mentioned alpha brain. I think that's one that most of the listeners will know. It's definitely the first one that I experimented with and they have this juice or this powder that makes a a liquid that tastes pretty good that I was using for a while. I haven't done any nootropics in a very, very long time. So I'm definitely keen to try yours. When we look at other nootropics like qualia, alpha brain and some of the things that we mentioned and we look at prescriptions, What's the difference, the main differentiator between you know, the nootropic world that I think many of us know because we know the name and they're you know, trendier companies versus something like transcriptions?
1: Yeah, sure. Um, very good question. So I think if you're going to, and I'll frame it in a way that if I was coming to nootropics for the first time, um, or if I was to advise somebody coming to nootropics for the first time. Where do you start and how do you start to kind of map out this landscape? Because again, coming at this can be quite a daunting task, right? And some of the work that Paul does that I do with... Uh, with clients is to really individualize that approach. But let's say you're just coming at this for the first time. Um, First, I would define your problem, right? Um, It's usually people come into this area with a certain problem that they're looking to solve. Uh, That could be something like verbal fluidity. That could be something like um, exercise performance. That could be something like, um, in the case when I was coming at this when I was a banker, how do I stay awake in spreadsheets for longer, Um, which is pretty sad existence. Could Could we use,
0: so for me, it's a lack of focus.
1: Yeah, sure. So um, the lack of focus is certainly a common one that people come to nootropics for. And so let's go back to that that definition because we always want to start with first principles. And so um, any agent, influencer, lifestyle, which helps to influence the health or the performance of the brain. And in this case, it does help to start with the question of lifestyle. So uh, and Paul may have some additional ones here, but in terms of focus, there's certainly some some areas that we want to we want to drill down on first from a habits perspective, um, mm. and then we'll kind of get into. I'll, I'll go from habits to compounds. And so, from a habits perspective uh, on the lifestyle side, if you're suffering from a lack of focus, um, part of that, let's we'll dissect that into a couple of factors. I so, love it. Yep. So sleep you know, are you getting, and to me, I find it asinine that uh, some people say like, Hey, you have to get eight hours of sleep. Well, if I tell some, an entrepreneur that is getting four hours of sleep right now to get eight hours of sleep, they're going to fire me right? And so wherever you're at right now, start to improve your sleep by 10 to 20% as fast as you can, and you'll realize the success of that. But in an ideal world, you want to get between seven and eight hours of sleep. There's certain genetic components that allow people to get less than six hours of sleep and, um, and thrive, but that's roughly 3% of the population. And I have yet to meet anybody who actually has those genetic components. Um, if you are, let's say you check the box on the sleep side of things seven to eight hours. Um, the next thing I would start to look at is stress. Like, are you stressing well? And what I mean by that is, does stress throw you into this point where you're just, uh, you have tunnel vision and you can't think about anything else. And it's either impacting your sleep or impacting your relationships. If you're not stressing well, starting to do things like a gratitude journal to do, um, Meditation, meditation, breath work—all of these are just general essentials that also help your brain perform well. Like, think about it: when you're stressed, stress is not inherently a bad thing. It helps you focus in many ways. But if you're too stressed all the time, then, well, you may actually be suffering from a lack of cortisol production, which is um, because your body's just inherently produced too much of it and has become tolerant of it. Um, mm-hmm. and that also just doesn't help you focus at all. So being able to stress well, mm-hmm. of course, then you start to look at diet. Like if you're consuming too much sugar and you're going on the blood sugar train, uh, roller coaster, if you will, and making sure that you, you've got your diet dialed in. Um, I guide people to a paleolithic diet because, you know, from an evolutionary perspective, it makes sense, but mm-hmm. a paleolithic diet is different for somebody who has an, a Russian ancestral history, uh, to somebody who has more of a mutt ancestral history like me, um, to somebody who's born uh, within African ancestral history. So doing a little bit of due diligence as to what that Paleolithic diet is, is certainly good lifestyle recommendations. Exercise, inherently uh, high-intensity interval training, as well as actually longer jogs, or as Ron Burgundy used to say, jogging, um, can increase brain-derived neurotrophic factor, which actually increases focus those are just some of the kind of lifestyle components that you just want to check those boxes and say like, am I doing these well? Of course, there's other things like, are you pooping in the morning? Do you have a functional gastrointestinal system? Do you get enough sun? All of those are very, very important, but in the interest of um, time, we'll kind of leave the list there. And then we'll kind of go into the the more sexy part, which is the compounds, right? Yeah. So, so let me
0: ask you this really oh. quickly, not to, not to interrupt here, but no, I think no. it's super relevant. If you don't check those boxes, mm-hmm. are you saying don't experiment with nootropics at all? Like, is it, is that like the prerequisite to experimenting with nootropics? Or are you saying check as many as you can And now let's get into the compounds because the compounds will still help you even if you don't check all those boxes.
1: Yeah, so the compounds will still help you if you don't check those boxes. However, caveat to that is that will they help you to their maximal capacity? Unlikely. Right. And so, um, you know, if you think about a, a nootropic inherently, it's going to take your cell. And one of the reasons why I focus on cellular level optimization is because it's going to take that cell and take it to, to its maximum possible capacity. If you have an absurd amount of mercury in your body, your mitochondria are not going to function well. And Paul will tell you all day long about why that's probably not going to help you. And so you can still need to do nootropics, but just caveat that that a nootropic is it can be a band-aid in this case and if you keep putting a band-aid over a wound over a wound it someday it may actually short circuit and so uh you want to make sure you're addressing those areas as well yeah and so, so
2: I, I want to very quickly put my opinion on that because <clears throat> working in the real world and dealing with people day in day out it's very nice for us to plan out a uh, an optimal strategy for them yeah but a lot of people want this quick fix sure yes and and there isn't one but what nootropics can do especially methylene blue which boomer will speak about in a minute is even when you haven't checked any of those boxes you're not sleeping you're inflamed you're dehydrated stressed all the rest of it it can be a tool an intervention you can use to get someone to at least start to feel better yeah so Mm. that they then deal with the other things underlying because it gets them on that step yeah and and that way you can use it as like i say a tool to get them right then they can build on those foundations and then that nootropic can actually enhance it even more
1: yeah when you say that Paul, yeah, right. Paul just hit on a fantastic point right success is addictive right and so yes. um, if we can actually take that principle that people need to see success quickly particularly Americans no offense I'm American yeah. by the way um, <laughs> okay. but you need to see success quickly a nootropic can give you that taste right and so if get, it gives you a taste of what it's like to live without brain fog to be able to do a faster friend time or whatever it is right um, and so so as long as that's augmented with some of these basic principles or just learnings um that's how you get that um uh, you get you know that derivative to accelerate right so dv over yep. dt accelerates and your slope uh, improves much much faster
0: yeah when you mentioned that paul it was almost like if i think back to as i suffered from serious depression about a decade ago there was a time when i couldn't get out of bed and it's like you need to do this, this and this. And I'm just like, but I can't do that because I'm here and I just can't get there. And so, right. You take Welbutrin, which is a prescription drug to get you just, you know, 10 or 20% more so that you're then in a place where you can do X, Y, and Z. So it's almost like, is that kind of what you're, what you're saying there, Paul?
2: Yeah. I mean, it's just a way in which if people are not bought in because they want the quick fix and they really haven't understood the fact that there is no quick fix you have got to do the foundational work right it's just a way of like boomer says giving them
0: a, a little motivation a little spark
2: well it gives them some progress it gives them a benefit now yeah and then they go oh well if this is good then if i do all this other stuff it's going to be 10 times yep. better let me go and do the other stuff it's much easier for, sure. for people to do the bit of exercise or get on their diet what i will say which is completely irrelevant to this conversation but um the the methylene blue but sp- particularly the carnitine blue Ben we'll tell you yep. what these different things are sure. um is a great um uh appetite suppressant
0: mm-hmm. yeah um, because, yeah let's talk about it
2: because when you yeah. take it, 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 it there's a particular thing in there which i'm sure he's going to tell us um sure. that, that does curb the appetite a little bit in a non-addictive way so um anyway
1: Yeah. And I think blue cannabinoids is a great way to break down these nootropics in general, right? Because we talked a little bit already about focus and some of the, you know, movement and some of the goals that people have uh, within this space. Right, and you've mentioned some of the other players, and I'm happy. Like the the guys at Neuro, I was actually an early early investor in Neurohacker, but like they're friends of mine, right? And I appreciate everything that Aubrey Marcus has done um, for nootropics and really putting it on the map with something like Alpha Brain. Mm-hmm. But uh, let's break down nootropics and the sense of blue canadine because we actually have all of these things that we're talking about in one simple formulation. And so, blue canotene, uh is our first formulation. It was actually formulated for jet lag. And so, if you think about jet lag, when you're transitioning time zones, your body is in is actually several hours behind or ahead of you and you want it to adjust immediately so that you can focus, perform well as soon as you hit the ground, right? Uh, but it the four ingredients in blue canatine are, are actually in the name. So methylene blue, uh, nicotine, CBD or hemp crystals beautifully derived and caffeine. I'll start with the last one because I think people have heard of caffeine and I would imagine that most of the people listening to this show have consumed some form of coffee and or tea at some point in their life, right? But caffeine uh, increases awareness and it increases awareness by actually blocking uh, your adenosine receptors. So adenosine is a compound which uh, helps you feel tired and builds up over the course of the day. And so you take caffeine in order to block those adenosine receptors and feel more aware. Um, we have 50 milligrams of caffeine in one whole troche. and I'll get to the delivery mechanism a little bit later because that's one of the special things about the formulation. But um, in your typical double espresso. I know um, for Americans, it's more like the grande cup of coffee, but a double espresso is about 80 milligrams of caffeine and a grande cup of coffee is 220, right? But we're only giving 50 in a whole trochee. The second one, which is on the less controversial side of things is uh, CBD. And so CBD uh, works in your body uh, through preventing the breakdown of something called anandamide, uh, which is the bliss molecule, uh, but it's used commonly in pain situations. But in the case of blue glucanidin, we actually use it to round off the effects of um, particularly the next ingredient that I'm going to talk about. So nicotine. Um, nicotine is something that has been demonized or Basically beaten, at least into my head. And I know, Mike, You, I assume you grew up in the US as well. And Paul, you grew up in a society where we were told that nicotine is evil, right? And if you take nicotine, you're going to die. Um, That's not necessarily true. And so uh, nicotine is one of the most interesting ingredients and compounds I've ever come across. In fact, before this show, I take it because it increases verbal fluidity. One of the ways that nicotine acts in our body is it um, acts uh, similar to acetylcholine and allows for the production of acetylcholine, which increases communication among your cells, uh, movement, et cetera. But it also increases the production of things like dopamine. Think of dopamine as sort of um, a way to increase flow states. So I use nicotine for many different things, whether it's uh, learning processes, whether it's, um, uh, whether it's fitness, whether it's verbal fluidity, all of these things, nicotine can be very, very useful for. But let's address the elephant in the room here right? Because everybody was told growing up that cigarettes are addictive. And if you smoke cigarettes, you're going to die, which is, you know, reasonably uh, true and scientifically proven, but nicotine in and of itself, is it addictive? Yes. It's one of the most addictive things in the world, but at less than five milligrams, we can actually use it as a tool and it is not addictive. I've had the pleasure of speaking with and interviewing uh, the world's foremost expert on nicotine, which is Dr. Neil Grunberg. He lives outside of Baltimore. And he was telling me, you know, around four milligrams, are you're in a good spot. In fact, it's an incredibly, incredibly useful tool. Um, It's one of the reasons Paul mentioned appetite suppressant is certainly useful for that. Um, The fourth ingredient in that formulation is methylene blue. And methylene blue is a little bit, it's not a new kid on the block in the sense that it's been around forever, but in the nootropics world, it's relatively new in the sense that people haven't been using it really until we launched this product, at least commercially. And so methylene blue was the first drug uh, approved by the FDA and it was approved by the FDA in the late 1890s for the treatment of malaria. And before that, it was actually used as a blue dye in jeans. But during uh, the 1900s, it was used by psychologists to prove that their patients were using their medications. They used to put methylene blue in their pills. And as Paul knows, if you take methylene blue, uh, you pee, it turns your urine green. And so you can actually tell if somebody was using their their medications. But methylene blue is also used currently in hospitals to treat something called methylene ethylglomemia or septic shock. Um, And it's been studied in people for cases of improving memory. So it improves spatial and non-spatial memory. It improves ATP production in at least four different ways. And it's this fascinating compound that even when you combine it with uh, sunlight, for instance, uh, doubles its effectiveness. So it's a fantastic way to optimize your mitochondria, uh, improve brain function in the form of your memory. Uh, but also it's an antiviral, it's an antifungal. Wow. Um, it's just, it's kind of this all around... Amazing molecule, which I'm fascinated by. And actually, you know, in terms of these substances, there's very few that I take every day. Um, and I would say methylene blue is one of those ones that I hit check the box like five or seven days a week. And and also so, um, so,
2: yep. it's also um antiparasitic, as I understand it, mm-hmm. because it's it was it's used, and, and don't get this wrong, you can get methylene blue and it's used in fish tanks. To clear out parasites and stuff, that's not the stuff you want to be taking. Do not. thanks for clarifying. Yeah, so I think not. Paul, Paul, you <laughs>
1: mentioned a good point, and I, I should add, uh, we use pharmaceutical grade ingredients and everything. So prescriptions, we say we're pharmaceutical grade physician formulated because we have four physicians on the team and we're precision dose. So you know exactly what you're getting every time. Uh, Pharmaceutical grade methylene blue is very different from that fish tank cleaner. Let's be very straightforward here. If you take fish tank cleaner, um, which also could be methylene blue, it does have those antifungal properties and it allows everything to be cleaned out of your fish tank. And that's fantastic. But you also may get a heavy dose of heavy bacteria. Metals. And we talked about heavy metals earlier, right? Like, if there's one thing that will screw up your mitochondria very, very quickly, it's mercury. So, we use pharmaceutical grade methylene blue and we've tested everything for heavy metal content to make sure that there's absolutely zero there. Um, But again, everything for us is about quality. And so, we want to make sure that what you're putting into your body um, not only helps build that top level, the top of the pyramid in that nootropic sense, but also contributes to the um, the sustaining of the foundation and the improving of the foundation. And that's how methylene blue actually is such a beautiful compound because it not only helps your brain improve your memory, um, but it also helps really with your mitochondrial function, which will have longer term benefits.
2: And, um, and one of the, you- one of the very noticeable things, is is when you take it in a relatively short period of time, you definitely feel energy, and you definitely feel like a, a an awareness that something is going on. Mm-hmm. And it does. You've got me. You've you've got me
0: wanting to wanting to make yeah. my tongue blue. Trust like, me, well, right now, uh, Mike. I'll just I'll right just now.
1: send you some, and uh, you know we'll uh, we'll we'll do our next episode we, we, with we, you like we, 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 you know,
2: interestingly, uh, in in these in these times. This is probably the only time I'm speaking on a call where I've physically met the two people on the other end. <laughs> mainly, we never meet them, right? Yeah. And, and I met yeah. Boomer recently, We were at, he came to London, we were at a conference, and um, and he was handing them out to people, like in these little- <laughs> Take a little, uh, <laughs> take that of it. Be careful, take that. And um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a great product. But also, um, nootropia, um, transcription, sorry, have a range of products not just yeah. one um, and because they they then address other things so um one of them is just the methylene blue on its own which takes out the nicotine cbd um caffeine mm-hmm. uh, and that in and of itself is a really nice product as well yeah so it's, it's there's a lot of stuff for different people
1: yeah so, I'm, so on, I'm on the
0: site right now I'm Mm -hmm. looking looking at the site. It's pristine. It's beautiful. It screams high quality. And so for the the listeners uh, who are listening in, we will put your website, troscriptions.com in the show notes so people can go and check it out. I'm looking at the product that you just mentioned, the blue uh, canatine. Did I say that right? Yeah. Yeah. And you said there's four ingredients in there. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm looking at this. It's $30 USD on the site for this particular, for this particular, how do you say, did you say troche or how do you say that?
1: It's troche. Troche. Yeah.
0: So I'm looking at that and I'm saying, okay, $30 USD. You said there's four ingredients in there. How do you find the dosage for each one of those ingredients?
1: Sure. Yeah. And I, I think it, you guys both, uh, have said transcriptions enough that I should actually explain what the name means. Mm-hmm. Right. So, uh, transcriptions is actually two, a combination of two words, right. Uh, Troche, which is our delivery trochee. mechanism. And I want to explain that uh, in prescription, right? And so, again, emphasizing quality here. But uh, troche or a buckle troche is a delivery mechanism that's been used in the medical world for a very, very long time. And it's simply a lozenge that goes into your upper lip and you let it dissolve over the course of however long. And it goes through your buccal mucosa. So, your upper lip mucosa. And there, there is a wow. repeated, um, uh, there's a demonstrable amount of knowledge to how long it takes to get through uh, the buccal mucosa, how much of the ingredient gets through the buccal mucosa, but also you bypass something called first pass metabolism, meaning that your uh, supplement delivered in a buccal trochee form doesn't necessarily have to go through the gut. And I've worked with a lot of people. I know Paul's worked with probably more than me. And, you know, most people have some sort of screwed up gut. That means that we're able to deliver you a high quality supplement with a lower amount of payload in terms of ingredients. So blue cannitine um, and we'll get in, I can go through the, the whole product line too, but blue canatine has, uh, has five milligrams of methylene blue. It has five milligrams of CBD. It has, uh, 50 milligrams of, of, um, caffeine. caffeine. And then it has one milligram of nicotine. Each unit comes with four trokes but that's up to 16 doses. And the reason why we also use the troche is because from a medical standpoint, they use it in hospitals with things like oxytocin delivery, or even I've had ketamine trochees, which is a different topic for a different time. Uh, mm-hmm. But you can d- divide it easily for yourself. And so we don't, preach. We want you to find out what your individual dose is. And that's a process called titration. And so when everybody buys a transcriptions product for the first time, we educate you on how to titrate your own dose. For some people, they can do a quarter of a trochee and that's great. For your heavier caffeine drinkers, maybe it's a half of a troche. Myself, I do a half of a troche. And then we have guys like Chris Gethin, who's a 225-pound bodybuilder, actually in Idaho, not too, too far from you, Mike. Um, And he takes two trophies because he's, it appears that muscular density as well as caffeine intake are the two largest effects in terms of dosing. But we encourage you to figure out what your own dosing is, Like We want you to find out what's the minimal effective dose for you and so you mm-hmm. start with a quarter then maybe if the quarter isn't enough for you or if it is that's great if it isn't enough for you you go to a half and then you go from a half to three quarters three quarters to a whole right mm-hmm. and so there's an entire titration process now just blue is our second formulation and that was actually done because people like me wanted their parents to stay around a little bit longer and be uh, more cognitively aware and there's certain uh, there's certain studies around methylene blue and cognitive decline, but also methylene blue uh, by itself. There was basically a reverse inquiry where people were saying like, "Hey, great product, but I just don't want nicotine or caffeine." Uh, and so we removed it and created Just Blue, and that's actually right now our best-selling product. Uh, and then the third formulation is something a little bit different. And uh, what we say at Transcriptions is we do novel formulations and novel delivery mechanisms. Buckle Troki were the only people doing it commercially, but the um, the novel formulation for Trocalm is looking at how do we solve what is probably the world's most ubiquitous problem, stress. Um, mm-hmm. How do we allow people to experience some sort of distance from their stress, some sort of relaxation, some sort of respite from their performance anxiety? And so Trocalm contains uh, something called Kava Kava. And that acts as a positive allosteric modulator on a system uh, called GABA. And then it also contains something called N-nicotinol GABA, which is B3 bound with GABA. And it allows allows, um, the GABA to pass the blood-brain barrier. If you take GABA by itself, there's nothing inherently wrong with that, but it's not getting to your brain. And for some people who have, um, this ubiquitous amount of stress, you probably want to look at your GABA glutamate balance and increasing GABA is a great way to do that, particularly in your brain. And then it also has two cannabinoids CBD, which we talked about earlier, and then CBG, which has been shown to, um, has positive effects on, uh, general homeostasis.
0: Boomer, you are incredible. Like I am, I am, I am now. Mike, you, you're making you know, me blush, I, I, man. <laughs> well, here's, here's the, here's the thing about when I get information like this, it just, it, it makes me want to learn more right now. I want to learn more about nootropics and even psychedelics, which I'll have you on in another episode. Cause I know you're doing some amazing things. I've got a couple more questions and then we'll wrap up. Cause we've been going for an hour already. Um, first and foremost, do you ship all over the world? Do you ship worldwide?
1: So right now uh, we ship predominantly in the United States but if you need to ship it worldwide we're working on a resolution to this soon we have um, we have wholesalers in the UK uh, South Africa etc you can also use uh, three uh, freight forwarder in order to get it to you in your destination. Awesome.
0: I will be ordering. I know you said you're going to send me some, which I appreciate that. But I also want to support you, and I will be placing an order today. And Thank then you, uh, you and my, you and me, Paul, we could do like a, you know, like the scary movie. We can stick out our tongues and
2: do like ah. This is awesome. So, but here's the thing, Mike, and I and I will say this because people do need to be aware: if you get it wrong when you put it in, uh, you will get blue teeth, mm. and it's not it is a dye that's used for denim right so it dyes very well so do be careful when you use it you do need to place it quite um effectively in and between your gum and your cheek and not play with it with your tongue because if you do you'll you'll end up looking like um so a a lot of
0: first for me a lot of firsts for me on this podcast. That's great. And, and through talking, talking to you, number one is I never heard of that delivery system before. So mm-hmm. I'm anxious to try that in the supplement space, being in the supplement space and understanding um, different mm-hmm. things. I never heard about that delivery mechanism. So I'm interested to see how that differs from some of the stuff that I've tried. Uh, but here's a couple questions for you. So for somebody, and this is uh, asking for a friend, right? Sure. Uh, for somebody who wants to learn more now because you have now sparked an interest in me, and I'm sure the listeners, what are you know two or three books, resources, blogs? that we can go to, to learn more about the stuff that we share on this podcast today, or you share on this podcast today.
1: Yeah. So there's, I'm going to send you these links, Mike, because uh, I've enjoyed our time on the show. Um, and I, I think your audience would enjoy this, but, um, Dr. Ted, who was the founder of transcriptions and brought me into the, the fold, um, he put together a lecture last year for paleo FX when it was online. This was, um, Actually, it may have been two years ago now, and it's all on nootropics. And it's the most detailed breakdown of what I think should be the definition of of nootropics going forward. And it goes through everything I talked about in terms of health optimization, nootropics, performance optimization, nootropics, why ketamine is a nootropic or LSD can be used to increase BDNF under proper legal supervision, of course. Um, And it goes through that in detail. So I'll send you that link and all of your audience can go and... Uh, go through it's an interactive lecture so like it's not if you guys know ted uh he doesn't make it easy for anybody and there's quiz throughout and you will leave it feeling like and actually if you if you do study it you will be above the rest when it comes to nootropics in terms of knowledge so i'll give that to everybody we do also at transcriptions have an incredible blog um it's manned by a couple of people on our team nick Tukanaga, and a few others and Uh, you know, they write incredible articles that are very, very thoughtful, science backed, all the studies are listed at the end. So you can uh, go to the blog and really dive in there. And in fact, I'd encourage people to start there and then go on to the lecture because it'll make the lecture easier. Um, But I love it, you know, caveat emptor, whichever way you want to go.
0: You are a blessing, man. We'll put that stuff in the show notes as well. So as we finish here, and I know this will be this this won't be the last time we speak. I, I need I need more information from you. I'm sure my audience <laughs> is, is feeling the same way, and I, and I hope that people will uh, will visit your site and and start to try some of these things. Um, I know I'm ready to try them, and I'm sure the people that are listening are like, man, I want the edge, I want the edge. And so for the people that are listening, I love to end this with Paul in previous episodes, like first steps. Um, saying, you know, thinking like, I want to go to the site and I want to buy some, but what are like, what would you recommend to somebody that is listening today that wants the edge that wants to go to your site and, and, and try and purchase? What are some of the things that you suggest that they do as, like you said, first principles or, or some, you know, foundationary things that they must do as they're going to your site and potentially getting some of your nootropics?
1: Um, my number one for this question is measure. Uh, and measure can come in many different forms, right? When I got started in this, I don't know, it was 15, 20 years ago, damn, I'm old. But it started with a spreadsheet and it was, okay, this is the number of hours I slept last night. This is how many, at that time I was drinking alcohol, I don't anymore, but like this is how many drinks I had and here's subjectively how I, I, I feel today but start with some form of measurement. Um, If you're a person that has issues with sleep, Pittsburgh Sleep Quality Index is a great way to assess yourself. If you're a person that has means getting into uh, metabolomics, hiring a practitioner like Paul, myself, uh, I'm not even advertising myself here. So Paul, uh, over to you, but to go through metabolomics, understand how your cells are performing right now, that will give you a very, very directed approach to subjects like nootropics, but also nutrition. And it'll allow you to put a filter on this world. So when we talk about health and you guys uh, have this fantastic podcast right and you're going to go through like i just know you're going to go through tons and tons of topics, but the question is, is what topic or what you know device supplement, et cetera, is relevant to me as a listener. And one of the best ways to be able to do that is through measurement. So getting a handful of tests together, you know, when I work with somebody, it's a metabolomics test, it's a gut test, three-day stool test, and then it's a bare minimum of a food sensitivity test, but also look at hormones and bioenergetics, et cetera. But getting those base level markers will make everything so much easier. And I've spent, at this point, hundreds of thousands of dollars in this space. And I would wow. tell you that if I, if I started with measurement, I would probably have halved that amount of money. Such so, good advice. Yeah, I would start there.
0: Such good advice. All right. And if somebody is going to your site, like I'm going to do as soon as we're done here, <laughs> should I grab one of everything? You can and certainly grab like one you of said, anything. Titrate, experiment, measure. Um, you know, this entire this entire podcast, I can't help but think about the movie Limitless.
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: Like, right? Like, you take the pill, and that guy's on fire. Now, he crashed at the end and burned, and that ended up being a disaster, mm-hmm. right? But it sounds like we can do this. We can we can hack our brains through nootropics, through measuring, through you know the foundational principles that we measure uh, that we're going to measure through nutrition and sleep. We can actually hack our hack our way into uh, that without the downsides.
1: Yeah, and really, first, if you go on the website, we'll set you guys up with a discount code so all of your uh, listeners will get ten percent off. Right, and uh, we can uh, we'll just call it Health Talk, right? And Health Talk, yeah, Health Talk, or yeah, Health Love Talk it. works, Easy and ten percent yeah. off, and you know, try them. Of course, tag transcriptions if you decide to share it on social media. Let us know what you think. We do read all of those inquiries very um, seriously. But um, when we started transcriptions, uh, it actually started with that Bradley Cooper movie that you you recommended. Like, how do you create NZT without the downside, right? Because he was learning Japanese while running by the Brooklyn Bridge. But uh, you know, blue canatine was a formulation designed for jet lag, but you can also use it for, I I spent a lot of time doing business strategy um, and it's my favorite nootropic for business strategy. It's my favorite nootropic for looking at big picture thinking, but also for flow states. And so if I can give somebody access to a flow state, they're usually two to three X more productive than they are normally. And that was what we looked at with blue cannitine. And one of the reasons why we added CBD to that formulation was because we found it limited the downside afterwards uh, or actually during. And so the issue with taking nicotine and you'll notice this if you ever take a nicotine spray, which is really only available in the EU or outside of the United States, um, you'll notice that it's a very, very sharp taste and so uh, we don't want people to experience that. In fact, people wouldn't buy our product if they did. And so yep. CBD was one of the ways that we rounded that out. We also made, found that it made it, the, there's a payback effect with some of these nootropics, right? And we don't want that payback effect. And so you know, we add ingredients to make sure that you don't have a worse day the day after.
0: I love it. You are phenomenal, and uh, we'll wrap up there, uh, Paul. Thank you so much for introducing me and this community to uh, Boomer. Like, gosh, I am like, I'm ready to, I'm ready to, I'm a sponge, and I'm ready to learn. I'm ready to to get more information because I want to, ha- I want to hack this. Especially now, I'm 40. I'll be 41 this year, and so for me, as we age, thanks. Yeah, as we as we start to age, right now it's like how do you keep the edge? It's not, how do we get the edge? It's, it's more maintenance. Now I want to live long. I want to, I don't want dementia and Alzheimer's and all the things that you start thinking about when you get into your forties, fifties and Mm sixties. So this has just been absolutely phenomenal. You are a blessing, man.
1: No, you guys are a blessing. And thank you for sharing this with the world. Um, it's to me, I, I find that, Health, uh, to a certain extent, politics, and education are the uh, most interesting industries that need some sort of disruption. And I really appreciate you guys uh, carrying out this message. So thank you so much. Oh, you're amazing.
0: Awesome, Paul. Any last words as we as we finish out here?
2: No, I think um, definitely try the products. I I use them. I've got them all sat here on my desk, the different ones. Um, yep. And I think find the ones that work well for you take the right dosage these are very small these aren't like big things to take these are very little um squares that you that you use and and use it strategically right use it for times where you need them or that you know you're going to benefit the most and and make it part of your your structural you know health routine that's all it is
0: I love it. I love it. All right. Well, we will end there. What a great episode! Our first guest crushed it. I feel sorry for anyone else that's coming on after you, my friend. Uh, you're just uh, you're a breath of fresh air. Tons of knowledge. And uh, again, thanks for being on the show.
1: Uh, thank you guys for having me, and uh, to everybody listening, enjoy it. Stay present and have some fun.